0: Hello, you guys, and welcome back to another episode of What's Stopping You with Kelsey Jones. I'm your host, Kelsey Jones, and today I have an episode for y'all that is kind of different than the content I've been putting out recently. It's more like some of the episodes that I made whenever I started this podcast, so I'm really excited to see what y'all think about it. But before I go into that, I wanted to spend a little bit of time giving you some life updates. But before I do that, I wanted to say I hope you enjoyed last week's episode all about advice with Nestle. I think it was a really good episode, but I do want to apologize for the sound issue. My audio quality in specific, I think Nestle was fine, but my audio quality got, I don't know, it was messed up. I don't know what happened. I was using my microphone. I recently got some new cord adapters for my laptop and maybe I had an issue there. I don't know what happened, but hopefully, now that you're listening to this, we're back up and running, good as new, good as normal. And yeah, so I just wanted to say I'm sorry about that, but I think the episode was awesome. So I hope you got to enjoy it and listen to it. And if you haven't, you really, really should because I love that girl. It was great, and I'm excited to bring more guests on in the future, but I wanted to give a little life update. So, first off, when I'm recording this, it's actually Monday, which I absolutely never, ever record on a Monday, which, as you know, I upload on Tuesday, so this is the day before this goes up. And I never record on Mondays, but I actually got the day off for the 4th of July, and so I thought I'd go ahead and use this whole day to work on podcast things and record an episode, so I had absolutely no ideas of what I was going to record. I've been in a little bit of a funk recently and I just got back to my parents, and I didn't really have anything better to do today, so I thought I'd spend some time really working on the podcast, and I came up with this topic, which I'm very excited to talk about. Once I kind of pinpointed what, what sort of thing I wanted to talk about, I went down the rabbit hole of learning all about this stuff that I'm going to share with y'all, the science of motivation, and yeah, it was really exciting, so I'm very excited to talk about it, but Recently, if you follow me on Instagram, you know that I took a little break from my podcast Instagram and I just haven't been as consistent and as frequent, whether that's in my DMs or posting or whatever it is. And that's because I've been dealing with some stuff in my personal life. I've been having some health issues, which I'm not gonna get into. Everything's fine. I promise, y'all. I'm just trying to figure out what's going on. Uh, I don't have coronavirus. Don't come for me. I'm being perfectly safe at home. Fine. So I'm I'm good on that front. But I've just been dealing with some stuff, and we're still figuring it out. But it's been something that. Something else that's been on my radar and the podcast and the Instagram stuff has kind of gotten pushed to the back burner. So I'm really excited to find some time now to work harder on this and give y'all better content and just be more efficient and organized and plan things. I feel like every episode these past few weeks. Uh, It's kind of been a little bit last minute or just like not as thought out as I wanted it to be So i'm hoping that this episode I really spent some time doing a deep dive on the internet learning things and hopefully going to give Y'all a really really good well thought out episode But yeah recently like I said, i've been just feeling really Unmotivated really just like weird And not just like in a funk essentially and so I've been lacking some motivation. I feel like I just haven't been on track with my goals recently and it's just kind of discouraging. I, I remember back in maybe April, I would say, maybe May, I don't know. I did an episode called I Don't Know What I'm Doing, Dealing With Discouragement. And I kind of feel like I'm going through another one of those periods again. So if you haven't listened to that episode, you should. And I think that episode will kind of address like a similar sentiment to how I feel right now but I hope this episode whether talking about it or just learning about it helps me through you know this this funk that I've been in and just feeling like I'm not where I want to be and that I had all these awesome plans for the summer in terms of like hitting goals for the podcast or for You know my work and all these things I just feel like I'm not where I want to be and that's totally okay if you feel the exact same way I'm here to share with you that not only is that okay but we're about to learn why that is and how we can deal with it and get over the hump of lack of motivation so yeah I just wanted to share that little life update that I'm really trying to get back on track to where I was when I was really really motivated and really just excited about what I was doing and recently I've just felt not excited about the podcast and I feel like when you can persevere in times of not feeling motivated and not wanting to do it. I mean, I seriously contemplated just kind of taking a break or not doing the podcast, which if I wanted to, I still might. I don't know. I'm not saying that I will. So just keep looking forward to Tuesday episodes. I'm still have some awesome ones in the works, awesome guests coming up. But I really did contemplate just taking a break from it and I realized that if I can push through in times like this where I really don't want to then you know I'm I'm one step closer to getting to where I want to be. So I hope y'all enjoy this episode and without further ado we're going to talk about the science behind motivation, why motivation kind of comes and goes, and how you can get yourself back on track. And I hope this not only helps you but helps me as well. I've learned so much while you know, researching this topic. And it's definitely a lot more scientific than I usually go. And I will, I will preface with the disclaimer, of course, that I'm not a doctor. I'm not a psychologist. I mean, I am in college, but that doesn't make me necessarily qualified to be a doctor. But I feel like a lot of the things that I've learned are a consensus throughout the medical community. And I'll, of course, maybe try to link some resources in the description of the episode so that you can look at some articles and see what people that actually have medical degrees have to say, but I I feel like I did a lot of research and summarized what they had to say, and just I just want to help y'all. So I feel like a lot of people are feeling this lack of motivation, this this funk with me and it doesn't help right now that it's a very cloudy kind of depressing day and I slept in way too late and I really just have not been productive for days and days and we're going to talk about why procrastination is bad and why you know we're going to talk about a lot of things so let's go ahead and get into it I hope you enjoy and let's go all right, so first things first, I'm going to give you all the definition of motivation. So according to the dictionary, motivation is the reason for acting or behaving in certain ways. So I think that's really important to start with the definition of motivation, because one thing that I learned while doing this research, which is very clearly and obviously seen within this definition, is that at our core as human beings, we are constantly are motivated. We are constantly motivated to act. And what I mean by that is when we think of motivation, like if you think of motivation right now, you're probably thinking motivation to be productive, to advance your career, to work on school, to do things that you know push you farther in life, to make more money, whatever it might be. But at the definition, at the core of the definition of motivation, it is really just the blanket statement of the reason for acting and everything we do throughout the day our entire lives breathing eating going to work driving a car all these things are actions we are constantly acting so our motivation behind acting is constant. We constantly have a motivation to do every single thing that we do in our lives. We have the motivation to breathe, even though I know it's subconscious and I don't wanna get into all that. Our brain has the motivation to breathe because we want to live. We have the motivation to go to school because we know we need to get the grades to get our degree. We have the motivation to lay in bed and watch TikTok all day because it's fun and entertaining and it makes us laugh or we have the motivation to eat because we're hungry. So as you can see with all these examples, that motivation is not just this thing that exists when we want to be productive. It's something that we encounter, we deal with in every single action in our lives. So I think that's important to note is that motivation doesn't just come and go in terms of whether we have it or not, it's a constant. It's always there. Our motivation to do certain things might come and go. And that's an important distinction to make as we talk through this episode. So, basically it all comes down to dopamine and you've probably heard of the word dopamine before but I'll go ahead and give a quick explanation. Dopamine is essentially a neurotransmitter which means your body uses it and makes it to send messages between different cells in your body and so it's called technically like a chemical messenger. And dopamine is essentially a feel-good neurotransmitter. So it plays a role in how we feel pleasure and also influences our ability to think and to plan. And one really interesting thing about dopamine, though, is that it fires or you get a dose of dopamine Before a reward is given so in the anticipation of knowing whatever you're doing will get a reward You immediately already have fired your dopamine signals I'm not 100% sure that I'm using all the words correctly, but you will get a dose of dopamine released before you even get the reward So let me go ahead and try to give y'all a quick example that might help this make a little bit more sense so say you're with your friends and it's around lunchtime and you're all starting to get hungry and that hunger that first response in your brain to wanting to eat that hunger hormone saying that you need to eat your first response is motivation in your brain to talk with your friends and figure out where you're going to go get lunch so that that immediate need to brainstorm where you're going to go get lunch is motivated by hunger So again, all of our actions in our brain are linked back to to motivation. So y'all all all decide to start brainstorming and you know whenever you're hanging out with your friends and you're like, oh, what sounds good? What kind of food do you want to eat? Do you want Mexican food? Do you want Italian food? Do you want a sandwich? Like, you know how you have those conversations and y'all all end up deciding on Chipotle because that sounds good in your mind. And all of a sudden, once you start thinking about Chipotle, you know, you start to crave it and you start to get excited and y'all are like, oh my gosh, we got to go get in the car now. We got to drive to Chipotle. I'm hungry. Let's do this. And there's that moment of like excitement, you know, your that anticipation of getting your burrito or your tacos or whatever you get at Chipotle. That's kind of driving you to, I know that's a fun. it's driving you to drive to Chipotle to go get your reward. So the dopamine in your brain essentially already fired and that is what pushed you to first the hunger in your body. Let's let's start. Let's go back. You got the hunger in your body, another hormone was released in your body telling you that you were hungry, which released dopamine, caused you to be motivated to talk with your friends about where you're going to go to lunch. And then you decide on Chipotle and once you know how you're going to acquire food, That gives you the motivation to get in your car, drive to Chipotle, and get your burrito. So I hope all that made sense. And it's maybe a good example of how motivation is, again, part of every single action that we do in our lives, whether that's finding food, whether that's going out, whether that's working on a project, whatever it might be. But all of this is to show that dopamine helps develop patterns in your brain. So whenever you get hungry, your brain immediately releases dopamine and tells you to start thinking about where you want to eat, decide on it, and go, you know, execute this action and go get food. And that pattern begins to form in your brain telling you that every time you get hungry, you need to start thinking about where you want to go eat and, you know, figure out how you're going to drive there and go get it. So this also goes into our primal need to survive. So if y'all don't know, humans at their core have a need to survive. Whatever we do, all of our actions are rooted essentially in our need to survive. And therefore, we only have a finite amount of energy in the day. So if you've heard of like willpower, I think motivation and willpower are two very different things. Motivation is constantly there. You will never ever be without motivation because it is the driving factor behind Any of your actions, whether that be your motivation to lay in bed all day, even though that is very minimal action, it's still technically an action, it's still an active decision to lay in bed all day, or, you know, whether it's motivation to get on the grind and work for 12 hours straight. But willpower is a very separate thing. It addresses the fact that we have a finite amount of energy in a day you know if you think about calories for example calories are a measurement of energy we can only eat a certain amount of calories in a day and our body can only expend a certain amount of calories in a day so whether you think of it in terms of brain power or just human energy power we only have a finite amount of energy in the day so whenever we figure out whatever we want to do with our day. We kind of categorize things into whether something will be easy or hard. So if you think about it, back to my Chipotle example, figuring out where you want to eat and going and driving to Chipotle in order to get the burrito which will satisfy your hunger is relatively low in willpower because it's already motivated by our need to survive. You know that if you figure out that you want Chipotle, you can easily go drive there as long as it's open, you know. You can go drive there, get your burrito, and it's not like a difficult task. You know that the reward that you're seeking will be there, you know. It's not like you drive up to Chipotle many times and they just don't have food. You know, you you know when you're going to a Chipotle, they're going to have food. So that develops a pattern in our brain that tells us that every time we feel hunger, It's easy for us to you know start thinking about where we want to go get food and go acquire food it's not something that is very difficult for us but doing hard things we often create a lot more resistance to it and let me explain why that is resistance is essentially our body telling us that whatever we are doing is not going to be worth the reward and therefore we don't get that dopamine rush we don't get that motivation to do it so let me explain for example say let's see let's use starting this podcast for example when i started this podcast i had no idea what i was doing how it was going to turn out if it was going to flop what i was going to talk about any of these things it was a new thing and it was difficult so it took a lot of willpower for me to overcome the fact that i didn't know what the outcome would be and that therefore causes your brain to release less dopamine whenever you're working on it for example in the chipotle let's go let's compare starting a podcast to going to chipotle but in in the chipotle example it was very easy you knew if you got the motivation you could get the reward whereas starting a podcast even if you had the motivation to start the podcast it was very uncertain what type of reward you're going to get because you don't know how it's going to go so that goes back to willpower we only have a finite amount of energy in the day so whenever we do things that we know the outcome, we know that we'll get the reward, it's really easy for us to be motivated to do it. Like laying in bed and watching TikTok all day, you get the reward of laughing, of feeling good, You know, it makes you happy, you see cute dogs. You know, That's why it's super easy to scroll for hours and hours and hours. And that's what the Instagram algorithm is programmed to do is to show us content that we want to see that will keep us on the app, that will make us happy. And that is in direct contrast with doing other things that might be more difficult, that take more energy, that might not have a very certain outcome. Because if you think about it, it's a lot easier to work on something when you know that the hard work's gonna pay off. You know, whenever you're, for example, going to college, it's a lot easier to work on a project knowing that you're going to get a good grade in the class you just have to finish the project I think it's a lot easier to work on projects or tasks like that when you know that the reward is out there you know you just have to do it and the reward is there waiting for you whereas it's a lot more difficult to do things and whenever you don't know exactly what the outcome is going to be so there's that trade-off between how much energy we're going to put into something and how much reward we're going to get. So that's why a lot of times we, we have to work on overcoming this resistance in our brain to do hard things, to do things when we don't know exactly what the outcome is going to be. And there's that saying that resistance breeds more resistance because if you think about it, have you ever had that one thing on your to-do list that you can just never manage to cross off? like it might not be that hard it might not be super time consuming it might only take 30 minutes but it's just like you don't have the mental willpower to do it and I'll give a great example I recently have needed to reach out to some more podcast guests because I'm running low on episode ideas and just like as I talked about earlier, I don't really know what I'm doing here. And so I just need to reach out to some guests and see if I can get somebody else on my podcast and then I can, you know, work from a topic. Once I, you know, I get people on the podcast and then we brainstorm what kind of topic we can talk about. But reaching out to podcast guests is an extremely uncertain task because you don't know if they're going to ever answer you back. You don't know if they're going to say yes. You're, you don't know if they're going to say no. The reward is extremely uncertain. So you're essentially putting in effort that you don't know will breed a reward. So that's why in your brain, or at least for me, it's been very hard for me to cross that task off the list because I don't know if it's worth my willpower. It's worth my energy because they could all just completely ignore me and then I wasted 30 minutes of my time. And that then creates a pattern of resistance in our brain. That's why that one task is so hard for us to do because time and time again, we see it on our to-do list and our brain is telling us that that is not worth Our time, even if it's 30 minutes of our time, our brain is telling us that is not worth our time. And therefore, every single time it comes up on your to do list, you get less and less of a dopamine push in order for you to do it to where it's non existent. And that's essentially what procrastination is procrastination is essentially you lacking the motivation to do something until the last minute because. At the last minute, the pressure's on and you have a deadline and you have to do it. The motivation is based in fear or based in the need to do something before the deadline, you know? And I think this all circles back to patterns. This develops patterns in our brain to show us what things are worth being motivated by and what things are not worth our willpower. And our brain subconsciously decides this for us. So what do we do about it? I hope all of that made sense. I know it was a lot. I am I feel like I kind of reiterated a lot, but I, I was trying to explain things. Hopefully, I didn't just talk in circles, but again, at the end of the day, motivation is at the core of every single action in our lives. Everything we do, whether that be walking downstairs, whether that be, you know, laying in bed, whether that be eating, everything is triggered by dopamine by our motivation reward system in our body and we get that dopamine rush before we even do anything because we know that the reward will be there once we do it it's kind of that push to get us to do something in order to get the reward we get that push to do it knowing that the reward is there we don't get the get the high so to speak once we already get the reward once it's in our hands you know you know that saying whenever it's like the the reward never feels as good as the the work towards it. I don't know. I, I'm i butchering whatever the quote is. But for example, whenever you lose weight and you're never happy with how much weight you lose, you're happy during the process. You see the numbers going down and then you finally get to your goal weight and you're just like, oh, this doesn't feel as good as I thought it would. I I think that's like something a lot of people could probably resonate with or know that that's like a thing that that very clearly showcases how dopamine works it it's all about process not product so we have to begin to work on developing patterns in our brain that help us overcome the resistance to feel the need to be motivated by things that currently don't motivate us and work on resisting our brain's resistance essentially work on overcoming the resistance towards using our finite energy to do things because like i said with the reaching out to podcast yes, my my brain for weeks has told me that it's not worth my energy and i need to work on overcoming this resistance to that task okay so what do we do about this i think that's probably what all of y'all are curious about but There's this thing that I found on the internet called dopamine hacking, and it essentially means creating more dopamine in our brain, which makes us want to accomplish more. It kind of gives you that achievement high, you know, whenever you are really in the zone and you're working really hard on something and you feel great about it and you could just work on it for hours and hours and hours. That's kind of when you're in this state of just like constant dopamine, pushing into your body and you just feel motivated so you know what that feels like right so now whenever we don't feel motivated whenever we're in you know funks like i feel like i am now we have to begin to retrain our brain to believe that the reward that we are seeking in whatever we're working on is out there, and that we are going to get it, and that kind of goes into mindset training. Now, I I hope this isn't getting like super weird and off base, but I a while ago had Adrienne Finch, the host of the Self Made Mastery podcast. It used to be called the Self Made CEO, but her entire podcast is all about mindset training. So I highly, highly recommend you to go listen to her episodes. I love listening to them. She had a recent one all about jealousy and how it inhibits our progress this week. And it was so good. It really just changed my perspective on so many things. So I love her to death. Go listen to her episode. But basically, mindset training helps you overcome your resistance in your brain and allows us to raise our dopamine levels in our body so let me go ahead and give you another example so if you think about workaholics people that work all the time I would say I'm generally a workaholic right now maybe not but more times than not I'm pretty much a workaholic and you might be wondering like why do they work all the time it's because they've trained their brain to get that dopamine release that dopamine high simply by working towards whatever goal they're working on they've trained their brain to feel that motivation knowing that a reward for them whatever goal they have set is out there for them and that kind of goes back to the saying enjoy the journey not the destination I think that's what I was trying to say earlier as I, I wrote it down enjoy the journey not the destination So these workaholic type people have trained their brain to feel that motivation, to feel that high, despite, you know, maybe that not being something that you think is very fun. To you, you might get that high from, you know, hanging out with your friends. You might get that high from playing video games, all these other things. But they've worked on training their brain to not resist things that maybe don't have a very certain reward. And work on things with the belief that whatever reward they're searching for is out there. And I think that's something that people who manifest a lot or just work on mindset training are able to do. They're able to kind of get rid of these self-limiting beliefs that whatever they want out there is not available to them they they believe that whatever they want whatever they dream can come true and in in the process of working on that goal they get that that motivation that dopamine release that helps them continue to work on it day in and day out and a lot of times we look at those people like they're crazy but they feel the exact same way as you might feel whenever you're doing you know a sport, say you're really sporty and you have a favorite sport and whenever you're playing tennis or I was a gymnast, whenever I was doing gymnastics, it was like nothing else mattered in the world. And they get that same high, that same motivation, that same feel-good feeling from working that you might get from doing something else. And it's because, like I said, they've trained their brain to stop resisting things that might take up energy. Willpower is something that you can that you can work with. It's something that you can, you know, push through with your willpower even though you might have a finite amount of energy. If something takes a lot of energy for you to do, if you can train your brain to push through to motivate you beyond the amount of energy that it would take to do something, then that's when you can get, you know, more difficult things done. So, this is why on a day-to-day level. We must work on setting goals, developing reward systems, avoiding stress, sleeping, being a lifelong learner, and also leaving room for play and spontaneity in our lives. And let me go ahead and unpack each of these things. So first off, as we know, extremely successful people set goals and they might set huge goals. They might set goals that are absolutely beyond any realm of possibility for them in the near future. But what they do is they set that huge goal and then they break that huge goal down into smaller goals. And I've talked about this probably not recently on the podcast, but a while back is I write down any type of goal that I want to do, and I figure out kind of what timeline makes sense for me. So whether it's a one-year goal, whether it's a five-year goal, and then I break it down as much as I can. So if it's a goal, let's say I have a certain amount of money I want to save in a year. So by this time next year, I want to have X amount of money saved. Then you have that one-year goal. You can break it down into how much money do I have to save every month, and then you can break it down even more. How much money do I have to save every paycheck, which is usually every two weeks? Or you can break it down even more and say, like, how many, how many lattes do I have to forego every week in order to reach this goal? Or what do I need to do on a daily basis to stop spending so much money in order to reach this goal? Or how how am I gonna like how am I going to change my behavior? On a day to day basis, that will allow me to reach this goal. And that in itself, that planning process will then begin to motivate you to act because you mapped out a very clear pathway towards your goal. If you only, for example, if you wanted to save, let's say, $1,000, okay, and all you had to do is not go out to eat two times a week so you would usually go out you know maybe four times a week and you just had to cut back and only go out two times a week if you could do that then you could save a thousand dollars a year that is a really really easy motivation because that takes very little energy on a day-to-day basis and you've reduced the amount of resistance to that goal. Instead of searching for where am I going to find $1,000? Where am I going to you know, save from? You've made a very clear pathway for you to understand how easy it's going to be for you to save your money and make food at home and go out only two times a week instead of four times a week. So I think setting goals with realistic easy to accomplish daily or weekly goals is a very clear way for us to then be motivated because it's very clear to our brains now how we're going to get to that reward. So it motivates us along the journey of reaching the reward because we, we've kind of already created a plan that allows us to feel certain that expending our energy is going to in the end be worth it. And the next thing that we can do is develop reward systems. And I've kind of come up with my own reward system that works for me. You might have to work on something that works better for you. But essentially, again, like I've said this entire episode, motivation is created by our ability to get a reward. So if we work hard on things all the time and we don't reward ourselves, then we're going to sit back and think, oh, maybe all that expending all that energy wasn't worth it or maybe I shouldn't be doing this because it's not giving me any reward and that's when you get burnt out now if you need an episode about burnout I have a great one you you should listen but that's exactly why you get burnt out if you want to know the science behind why you get burnt out is because you're not getting enough rewards for motivation your your brain will develop that pattern that will begin to tell you that oh maybe next time I shouldn't push out this much dopamine because the motivation won't reap any real tangible reward or the reward that I want or the reward that will make it that work expending that energy worth it in the end and so That's why you need to develop your own reward system. And because, again, not all the time will things, you know, give you the reward that you want, and that's just like a natural part of life and something you have to accept. But if you can begin to reward yourself, even if whatever you are working on isn't giving you another reward, you are giving yourself a reward, so you'll feel good about it regardless. So whenever I, for example, need to do a task, and i just really don't want to do it and i just like have to get it done i set myself a time limit i say okay how much time is this going to take maybe it's going to take 30 minutes let's let's go back to reaching out to podcast guests it would take 30 minutes i'm going to give myself one hour give yourself a little bit of extra time to be frustrated give yourself a little bit of extra time for whenever you get mad and go on instagram you know, give yourself a little bit of grace. So I'll give myself one hour. And in one hour, I have to reach out to three people to see if they want to be on my podcast. And then after that one hour time limit limit is up, I will give myself a reward. So what that might be might depend. If it's, you know, lunchtime. Maybe I'll go make myself a really nice lunch. I'll make myself a little bit more of an exciting lunch than I usually would. Or, you know, maybe it's snack time. I use food a lot as a reward, which I don't know is always the best thing, but I love to eat, so usually whenever I'm really, really not motivated, I will, you know, use a cookie as a reward or some chocolate as a reward, which I mean as long as you have a healthy relationship with food, I don't think it's that bad of a thing. But if you struggle with your relationship with food, maybe work on something else, you know. I've also used online shopping as a reward. For example, if I'm need to you know do this task and I've been wanting to buy I've been wanting to buy some lululemon shorts recently and I just haven't gotten around to it but I really really want to buy them and I'm excited to you know shop for them and buy them maybe if I give myself this hour to work on this task once I complete it I am giving myself permission to go buy the shorts on lululemon or it can be literally anything it could be oh if I get this task done then I can go out to happy hour with my friends you know Or if I get this task done, I can go on a walk or go play with my dog. Or another thing that I do is, you know, put my phone in another room. That's always like the hardest thing for me is not being distracted by my phone. So I'll, you know, set a timer for one hour, an alarm, put my phone with the alarm for one hour in like the next room so that I can hear it when it goes off and I can't touch my phone for an hour until I get my task done so you know whatever you want your reward to be it could be food it could be shopping it could be going out somewhere it can be you know your phone it can be taking a nap that's always a good reward if i can get this one thing done in an hour then i can take a nap that's always great but yeah there's plenty of rewards i'm sure you can come up with some reward that is that works for you and again I use different rewards based on what time of day it is how I'm feeling you know if I'm not tired I'm not going to use a nap as a reward I'll probably use food as a reward or whatever it is but find out how you can reward yourself for the things that you do because even though this one task is difficult like I said you don't know if reaching out to podcast guests people will ghost you you don't know but you're giving yourself an additional reward. So it's worth it regardless of those, if those people actually ghost you or, you know, don't read your email or whatever it is because you got to eat, you got to nap, you got to buy the shorts you wanted to buy, whatever it might be. So you need to begin to replace you, those uncertain rewards, you know, the, the fact that they might not ever reach back out to you. You need to replace that reward with something that you can with certainty, give yourself. So I can, with certainty, give myself food. I can, with certainty, give myself a nap, all these other things. So create that reward system. The next thing is, you know, really easy, honestly, is just work on sleeping better and taking care of yourself. As we all know, our brain is completely, completely dependent upon sleeping. You know, sleeping is an important part of us you know having our brain rest and rejuvenate and just work properly you know you can't work properly if you're not sleeping well so just make sure you make sleep a priority i always prioritize 8 hours of sleep over everything if it's late and i'm at a friend's house i will go home go to sleep and prioritize that eight hours of sleep especially if I have a hard day the next day and I always know whenever I don't get enough sleep that I lack motivation and that also is just because your brain hasn't had the time to recoup its processes and you know function properly it's not because your brain doesn't want to do the things that need to get done it's because your brain physically can't it's because you haven't given your brain the time to relax and recharge in the way that it needs to in order to function properly so i recommend trying to sleep well and you know just taking care of yourself eating food that is good for you things that will give you energy things that won't contribute to your lack of motivation already you know make sure you're running your body like a well oiled machine all that stuff and then the last thing is to just do fun stuff like I said earlier is we need that kind of time for play that time for spontaneity in our life and I'm really bad at this and this is something I need to work on more but just having time to do fun things have that work-life balance even though if you listen to my episode with Natalie Barbu we basically said work-life balance doesn't exist but essentially have that time where you do shut work off and you do play and you do fun stuff and you enjoy yourself and i think that's another important thing is that you can't be motivated to be productive all the time it's just not possible like i said we have a finite amount of energy in our brains throughout the day we can't just work and work and work and work ourselves to death all the time because that's when we'll get burnt out so we need to begin to find some semblance of a balance between how much energy we expend working and how much energy we expend playing so i hope all of those things helped i really recommend you know setting goals getting that reward system in place doing some fun stuff sleeping well eating well all those things just taking care of yourself that will in essence fix the majority of your motivation related issues and I think part of it as well as I'll say with this kind of main takeaway is that your lack of motivation is rooted in science and therefore we can figure out how to fix it because it's a chemical neurotransmitter thing. It's not something that's wrong with you. It's something that's wrong with your brain. So once we understand how our brain works, we can begin to understand how how we can fix it. So even if you have absolutely zero motivation, One really easy thing to do is like make a to-do list of like three things. Like three things that might take like an hour each. So you're only working for three hours a day. And after you complete every single thing, give yourself a reward. Because next time that will develop a pattern in your brain saying that when you get the motivation to do this, you will give yourself reward and that creates that pattern that loop and it's kind of that never-ending cycle of beginning to feel more motivated more motivated more motivated to do all these things so you have to begin the cycle and i think it takes a little bit of diligence it's not necessarily super easy all the time it's not necessarily something that will happen overnight but you need to begin to start that cycle And that can be easily fixed with a reward system. It can be easily fixed by, you know, waking up one day and saying, I'm going to write down all the goals that I have. I'm going to stop making excuses. I'm going to figure out a reward system. And I think it's important to not make it too hard on yourself too fast. You know, you don't want to go zero to 100. Maybe make it really easy the first day and then a little bit harder the next day and a little bit harder the next day until you've kind of gotten into a rhythm where you want to go. And that's when you know you'll you've essentially rebuilt your motivation back up. It's something that I feel like can go away Again, it goes away because we don't end up getting the reward that we our our brain thought we were gonna get from whatever action we were doing. and then our brain tells us that we don't need to push out dopamine whenever we need to do that task because we're not going to get the reward and that's when you get into the cycle of resistance and lack of motivation but we need to again restart our brain we need to reprogram our brain we need to train our mindset to you know begin to believe again that doing that effort putting in that energy will be worth a reward in the end and make it very clear what that reward will be to yourself. Maybe you need to write that down. I'm kind of doing these hand gestures as I talk, which y'all obviously can't see, but maybe you need to figure out what your action is and what your reward will be. Every single time you do an action, what will be the reward? And it doesn't necessarily have to be a reward you give yourself. It could be, you know, if I do this project, my boss will be happy with me and that would make me happy, you know? Figure out what their reward is and how that is going to make you you happy or make you feel better and then you know you'll be in the cycle again of reward and motivation I don't know guys I hope that helped I hope I didn't just like talk over and over and over again I'm kind of interested to edit this because I had a couple times of me being like what the hell am I even talking about it's definitely something that I think is an interesting topic that I'm glad I'm talking about, but I'm definitely not an expert. So I will link some resources in the description of the episode, but thank you guys so much for sticking with me through this episode and just through all the stuff I'm going through recently. I'm hoping to get back on track soon, but yeah, if you liked this episode, please be sure to share it in your Instagram story. I would love, love, love to see you share it and I'd be happy to repost it on my account As well as, if you do love this podcast, if you have been a loyal listener and you haven't rated and reviewed my podcast, I would absolutely love for you to do so. I'm probably going to share some of my favorite reviews on Instagram pretty soon, so if you want to have a chance to be featured on my Instagram, just be on the lookout for that and make sure you write me a review. But that's all I have for you guys this week again, hope you enjoyed it. I probably say that like 19 times every episode, but this was honestly a really fun episode for me to make and it really got my brain started, you know, all the creative juices flowing. I got really excited. I had some moments where I was just probably saying absolutely nothing and everything at the same time, but, you know, I... I'm excited to get back into episodes where I feel like I'm creating value for you guys, not to say that my past episodes haven't, but I've just been in this funk of not feeling like whatever I'm saying is helping people, and I really do, again, want to help people, like I've said so many times. So yeah, I'm rambling at this point, I don't know what I'm saying, I am tired, I need some food, and... I need to go edit this podcast. So I hope y'all have a great week. I hope this was helpful. I hope this helps get some of you guys back on track. And I will keep y'all updated on my Instagram how it's all going. But I hope this provided some clarity for you, especially if you're not feeling motivated on how you can begin to restart your brain and re- Get back into the zone, especially if you are the kind of person like me that's generally type A and you're not sure why you're feeling this way. It's all rooted in science and it's all out there. And I'm glad that I've gotten to learn about this and share it with y'all. So have a great rest of your week, guys. And if you want more of me throughout the week, be sure to follow me on Instagram. I love talking to you. Shoot me a DM if you ever want to talk. And I'm here for you guys. And I'm so glad that y'all are here for me. And I love y'all. All right. Bye, guys. See you next Tuesday.